Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chaudhary. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 161, we have a special guest, Eric Smart. So in this episode, we'll discuss with Eric the topic of five letter S, don't do for entrepreneurs. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on a podcast. Let's dive in. Hi, Eric. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. Thank you. Thank you for you joining me in this call and getting the time out for our audiences today. So we have an interesting topic to talk about, which is five don'ts for entrepreneurs and what they shouldn't do. So before we get to that topic, I'd love to know more about yourself, how you end up being an entrepreneur. <clears throat> Just unlucky, I guess. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it- you know, my life, I'm very fortunate, had a lot of good opportunities. Um, I've had a life as a software engineer and running manufacturing companies, and I really enjoyed making things. It was it's a lot of fun, right? right. Making cool stuff. And, yeah. you know, I was um, on a project in Colorado, and I started looking at um, what was emerging as, you know, obviously the cannabis market is very mature. Uh Uh, for its uh, in Colorado compared to the rest of the states in the U.S. And CBD is a molecule found in the cannabis plant, and it started showing real therapeutic capabilities. So I had worked in the pharmaceutical industry at that time, and I said, you know, I'm curious about making products with this ingredient and started actually field testing them and saw tremendous therapeutic capabilities. So 17 started a company, uh, myoderm making uh, products, specifically transdermal products that uh, you apply to your skin and drive into the muscle and connective tissue for pain relief, because the literature was pretty clear that there was there were capabilities for that, and we proved it out in field uh-huh. testing. And we, so we make products now for topical pain relief and skin care. That's great. And is that like a CBD you do, right? Yeah, we use CBD as a key ingredient. Okay. Yeah. And you work with the worldwide or just in the U.S. based right now? Uh, primarily U.S. We do have some distribution in the EU. Uh, we have a Hungarian distributor. Okay. But 99.2% of our sales is in the U.S. So we're well distributed. We're distributing in the largest CBD store, which technically is GNC. Mm. Um, we're, sold, we're the number one product in their category. And we're sold to Dick Sporting Goods, which is a big retailer here, Rite Aid, which is a big uh, pharmacy here, and lots of independent retailers. Of course, we sell online. All right. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, let's talk about like with your love experience in like a business world for like decades of experience and running businesses for yourself. What, today's topic, which is like five don'ts for entrepreneurs. So what are them five don'ts like we experienced? Well, I can say, you know, through my experience, and these mostly are learned through pain and suffering, mm-hmm. which is kind of the entrepreneurial experience because you're trying something new. And and to that point, the first thing you want to do, like when, when I was looking at the market and I really wanted to make something, something that was um, innovative. Yeah. And that is the key because we don't need more of the same. Like if you're just making another same, I don't recommend starting that business. Now, you may be a brilliant marketer and somehow or another you get a ability to sell it better than the competition or it's a race to the bottom. You sell it cheaper, things like that. 
but the world really doesn't need more of the same. We've got a pretty mature market out there. So try to innovate and innovate simply being inventive, something new or a new combination of things, then, then commercializing that. So that's, that's what real innovation is. When you hear that where a lot of people don't even really can't wrap their head around it, but it's pretty simple. It's just something novel, something new that is commercialized. Mm. So if you can commercialize something novel, you've got something there. People yeah. are going to be like, this is new. I like it. I want to buy it. I'll spend money for it. So don't do more of the same. Innovate. Innovate. So that was a big one. Obviously, starting Myderm was focused yeah. on that because we use a new ingredient, CBD, yeah. and pharmaceutical technologies, specifically transdermal, to drive it through the skin into the muscle and connective tissue. So that's a big one. Um, actually, the second one is the most important, though. And the academic literature is pretty clear on it. Um, if it doesn't fit, don't jam it in. So what does that mean? Timing is the most important element in business, period. Yeah. I mean, you can probably attest to that yourself, right? Yeah. If, uh, if you're not, if it's not the right time, you're not going to be able to succeed no matter how much effort you put into it. And usually it's pretty evident if it's the right time. The market's ready. You get traction with consumers. Um, regulatory environment isn't too prohibitive. These are things you got to really pay attention to. So I imagine you've bumped into that yourself. Yeah, definitely. The timing is sometime like a, I remember when I first started out uh, working like 80, 90 hours and wasn't making like a right now work like two hours a day <laughs> compared to what I used to do. And, and it's just the timing and you have to like give some time for business to grow. And also you have to see the market, how they are reacting. Are you actually promoting the product they actually looking for? Or like, it's just, I'm just thinking like this product going to sell well. So yeah, timing is, is an important part of the business. That's the, that's the thing though, right? Uh, a lot of people start a business and they don't get that timing till like five years, 10 years in business. And eventually one year, they they go from like a zero to like multi-million dollar business with just a one good run, good year. So they had to wait for the one good year, like probably seven years, 10 years, some of the 15 years. That's, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. And you know, uh, folks listening, if they're interested in entrepreneurship or are entrepreneurs, yeah, uh, which is really, if you get down to it, it's starting something new and novel. Like mm. if you're starting a small business, uh, timing still matters. You can have good timing, you have bad timing. Yeah, but entrepreneurship, where you're really innovating, bringing something new into the market, that that is critical for timing. And rule of thumb, overnight success. Like people come up to you and say, like, one day you just made it. Is yeah. ten years. It's ten years. It takes ten yeah. years for overnight success. So burn that in your brain. Um, yeah. Like I, I started oh, uh, my journey when I was like 19. And right now, altogether, it's like 10 years since I started businesses. So to see the success, I'll say like the last couple of years. So it took like eight, nine years before I get to the pinnacle, like it came to the seven-figure mark, my evaluation of my company. So the first business was like a learning experience first three years totally. like uh, i just lost money we sold the business for 5k can you believe it 5k we put in like a 40 50 000, uh, all of the hard work and everything we just come up with the 5k just saved myself from bankruptcy and just transfer over everything else and uh, otherwise it will be a disaster like after that when i come to my second business was my marketing agency when i started involved into it 
like I learned so many things, the mistake, uh, everything like minimized in the first couple of years because I know like running a first business and giving the ability to learn from it and adapt and what mistake I have done and I shouldn't do. And that actually helped me to being aware of today. So it's, it's definitely is a key element of like a timing and it's, it's a must for and like still people probably come up to you and just like say hey man you're successful now just just all of a sudden happened like no yeah. i didn't it was 10 years <laughs> 10 years yeah. of grinding it out yeah it well, happens with the, like a business and think sportsmanship as well like a lot of people see like 18 years old and they on a basketball team or football team but actually see them like they started out when they were six years old or eight years old so eventually it's like 10, 15 right. years of like a grinding before they actually go for like a professional calling for like a playing for NBA yeah. or uh, playing for like a uh, professional football league. So you're right. Like it takes a decade before you actually see them. That's as fast as you can do it. That's yeah. as fast as you can do it. Yeah. So once you understand that, as you progress, obviously there's pain and suffering. Mm. You can you can pace yourself and really it leads into next big um, point. And it's funny you bring up kids and sports and things of that nature. What you don't want to do is follow your passions. Like right. everyone says, follow your passion. Follow I, your passion. That is the worst advice you can possibly get for your entire life. And parents say yeah, it, teachers that. say it, all yeah. these authority figures say it. They don't know what they're talking about. Right. What you want to do is find an area that whether it's a market, whether it's a product, whether it's a service that a, you've got some talent around, you mm -hmm. have some ability, right? Yeah. You, you don't necessarily have to be quote unquote passionate about it, but you need to have some skills, some talent, some ability that make you successful in that area, whatever that domain is, whatever that focus is. And you know what the funny thing is when you're successful at something, you get pretty passionate about it. You're like, yeah, I like winning. I'm yeah. pretty passionate about winning. So that's where you focus your passions. Don't follow. If you're passionate about origami, there's not a big market for it out there. I mean, it's neat. It's kind yeah. of, wow, you made, made a, made a pterodactyl with paper, but you're not going to make a living off of that. Uh -huh. So, you know, that's a kind of a, definitely an outlier of a uh, example, <laughs> but does that make sense to you? Yeah, that definitely makes sense because uh, right now I'm doing a podcast. I didn't know what podcast was like three, four years back. So if I said this is my passion, like I wouldn't be here today because I didn't know that things existed because we learn along the way we go. Like five years from now, probably the virtual reality will going to come and they're going to create something else. Probably you and me, we won't be doing the same way we are doing like a podcasting. Probably have a mic, you have your own studio. Probably it's like a virtual world. And we're both probably sitting. It feels like we are both in the same room and enjoying each other's company because uh, the environment looks like a power more physical rather than like a virtual, right? So we don't know what the future is going to bring on. Like you say, like, uh, this is something I'm passionate about in 10 years' time. That thing probably not existed while I currently have. Or probably something you're going to be passionate about in future. You don't know, like, these things are going to be existed in a time to come. So, yeah, that totally makes sense because... I didn't know a computer was like 15 years back. Like I didn't right. know use it myself. Right. Uh, Who knows is coming down the pipe. Yeah. So yeah. look look where your talents are, yeah. where your ability is. Certainly interest makes a difference. I mean, if you're completely not interested in uh -huh. it. But when people talk about passion, like what they wake up driven about, get passionate about success. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. That's what you need to be passionate about. Yeah. So then, then that leads into the mechanics of that. And there's one thing that I can tell people that wins every time and what doesn't win. So what doesn't win, what you don't want to do is burn yourself out. Right. So I see, I see people like going hard over short bursts and just crashing. Right. So what I found is uh, an immutable law is that frequency wins over intensity. So if you get in and do it every day consistently, as opposed to going really hard and then burning out, there's no question who's going to win. Right. Right. So, and you know, I see it in working out. If people, you know, they want to get in shape. Yeah, how many times do we know, like, you know, New Year's or whenever they're like, oh, I'm yeah. going to the gym and they go and they work two hours and they murder themselves. Right. They yeah. are cooked. Whereas, and then what happens is, you know, a week later, they're not going and to the gym. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Half of the gym, they're empty, like in the middle of uh, February. So probably more 100%. than 100%. Yeah, well, we all see this all the time. We are reinforced. Yeah. Intensity does not re produce results. Yeah. Frequency, if you do it every single day. So if you went to the gym every day for 20 minutes, that's all you had to do. All I do is show up and do something for 20 minutes. Yeah. Better and better and better. Within a year, you're in way better condition. Great shape, great energy level. And everything. Yeah. Like, everything, everything builds up over time, right? Yeah. yeah. And the patient. You have to be patient with it. Every now and then you need low intensity, but it is like just a smidgen, right? Mm. What you need is frequency. You need to get in there every single day, whatever you're working on, whatever your um, focus is and you want to achieve, do that every day. Yeah. And, and the there, there's one thing more. Is like it's going on crazy right now, especially in the US, a lot of entrepreneurs speak to like, they're working 80 hours, 90 hours. Some of them like a uh, posting on a social media, like how work, work hard they work, like in Elon Musk, uh, Patrick Bed David. Like uh, they say, like uh, if you're not working more than 100 hours, you're not giving you 100% in a business. But that actually doesn't actually make sense. In order to make money, like you don't have to be working 100 hours. Working like a 50 hours, 60 hours extra a week, doesn't actually make sense to make you a billionaire or trillionaire. If you can look at like uh, Warren Buffett, he works majority of day to day, like work, he goes like reading books or like reading a newspaper or like a company shares and everything. He's not actually physically working on the businesses, but he made the most money. He's become a number one in the world richest in 2012 or 2013, if I'm not wrong. So time working or like burning out yourself is no way to making wealth. Am I correct? I agree. And I think what what is hidden behind those statements and, and a lot of that's PR, right? A lot of yeah. people say like I work in, you know, 80, 90 hours a week. That's to mask two things. Okay. Hmm. One thing they don't say, one thing Elon Musk doesn't say is the reason I'm successful is because I'm exponentially more intelligent than you, which is accurate. Yeah, but he can't say that, right? That's not socially yeah. acceptable. So, what does he say? I will substitute that I am way smarter than vast amount of people out there by saying I work really hard. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure he does work hard, but he's really intelligent and that does make a difference. Yeah. Okay. The second thing is it's not about working 
uh, tremendous hours. It's about stacking your skills. Mm -hmm. So what he does, and I'm sure every successful person does at that level in most levels is they say, okay, I have to get into the office X amount of hours. You just have to, right? You have to be there. But in my off time, I'm going to do things and cultivate things that allow me to move my agenda forward in business also, whether it's socializing, whether it's reading books. So even though I'm not technically working, I'm still moving the needle in the right direction, you know? So if you count those hours too, literally the vast majority of awake hours a person is, they're working. But that's not the case. That's not really... When they say that that's not how we're interpreting it, right? Yeah. So there's there's two reasons you always hear working 90 hours a week. One, they can't, it's not culturally acceptable to say, I'm way smarter than you. That's why I'm successful. And two, they're not really telling you the truth, which is, well, I spend my time building out skill sets that I enjoy and that move the needle for me. Mm. Yeah, totally. Because it could come to like a culture like, now because they top leaders saying it like they work so hard and everything and like a small or medium-sized business owner they think like a way to success is like overwhelming themselves like overwork themselves and finding okay. that's a success because they like just blindly following their kind of rules and then eventually like burn out like after like working that day six six months or something then they help falls apart their relationship falls apart and then they in a chaotic moment then obviously when your relationship health's not with you then your business start to drop because your mindset you're not that passionate anymore you're not that excited anymore you can't see yourself like doing great things in the future so eventually start to quit right so i think it is the next don't will be like here don't quit (laughs) that's the final point that's that is the final one you just (laughs) you you finish it out just don't quit don't quit because Back to timing, right? Hey, you may be five years out till the timing comes. So just be in the game. You just got to be there. Yeah. Like I can tell you, like there's so many scenarios where the guy who survives is the guy who wins. There are so many businesses out there that are run by people. You're like, I know I'm more capable than that person. How did they succeed? They just stuck it out. They were there when the opportunity came and that's how they succeeded. So certainly having high intelligence is an advantage, but it's not a requirement. So it's good news for the rest of us out there. (laughs) All you have to do is you have to be there. You have to apply your skill sets. You have to build your skill sets, right? Definitely. Um, And, you know, if you're doing something that's innovative and is not just another, you know, same, then you're going to have a good shot. Now I will say this, approximately 10% of companies succeed. That's just, that's the numbers. Yeah. And it's called a Pareto distribution. So we see this in nature and we see this in people and intelligence, everything. There's a small percentage that do most of everything. And there's a small percentage that win. So, you know, it's not to discourage people, but be very clear in what you're trying to do. If you're not innovating, you have, a, you have an infinitesimal probability for success of any magnitude. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're timing, if you're not trying to time it in the sense of just being there when it, when the opportunity comes and not trying to force it in, then you're not going to probably win. And that is the number one, the academic literature is clear on that. Right. Um, if you're all passionate about it, then that's not, if that's what's driving you and you think that's going to sustain you because you love this activity, 
then that's probably not going to win. What you need to love is success. Mm. You need to, you need to, whatever the activity is, there's mundane parts to it, right? There's yeah. parts that just suck. So you got to be able to push through that. And, you know, you just got to not quit. Stick around. And, and, one, and back to the frequency thing. Yeah. You have to be there every day. You don't have to crush it every day. It's great if you can. There are great days you just come in and you crush it. Some days, eh, you're just not killing it, but you're still there trying to move the needle. So that's it. Yeah, just show up, isn't it? Just show up and, right. and do your best. Whatever you feel like. Even when you don't feel like it, still yeah. show up. Yeah. Frequency, be there. Yeah. So don't make more of the same. Don't jam it in till the time's right. Don't follow your passions, but be passionate about success. Don't kill yourself with intensity. Mm. Win through frequency and then don't quit. Those are your five don'ts. That's great. And I have a question for like quitting. So it's an interesting thing. Like uh, don't quit. I know it's great, but sometimes you have to quit. And uh, you feel like uh, certain things is not working out the way it should be. You waited your time demanders and everything. But after giving your best shot at the business, probably the industry has changed. Probably since things are changed like the way you do business the rules or regulations so many things like out of control so what are times to like uh, no like this business need to change and i do something else because i gave you example like i started my business as a restaurant business at the beginning and i had to quit the business because of so many things the profit margin wasn't there like long hours timing customer service and management and scalability is not that easy as like how i can scale my marketing company compared to the restaurant business you know yourself like in the distribution side of it so like as an entrepreneur like yourself, when do you know like uh, this thing is not working and I need to quit and start something better? Well, you gave a perfect example. So, you know, starting a restaurant, right? It is actually, I think it's the most common business to start yeah. on a global scale, right? So there are the first guy who started a food truck that was innovative, right? Mm. That was innovative. Innovative, yeah. But I would say most people starting a restaurant, the vast majority, it's, you're not doing anything new, right? It's more of the same. Yeah. So once you identify, you're like, mm, I just made my life a lot harder doing that. Right. Yeah, that a fair assessment. Yeah. So if you're not checking that box and you're not taking off, you're like, well, crap, I guess maybe I should look for something else to do, which is fine. Mm. Cause you can learn a lot in that process. You can learn about business you learn, learn about how the finances work. So you can port that over. So you can start compounding your, you're building your skill set, right? Yeah. So you have to be open to failure because you're going to fail more than you succeed. hundred percent. Like everyone does. You miss more shots than you make. You just got to take more shots. And the other thing is timing. Like if you're, if you come into a market, let's say a restaurant, restaurants are perfect examples. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Most common business. If you come into a market and it's a restaurant that's there's, there's millions of them all over the world, yeah. but the timing is it doesn't exist in this location right now. That's good timing, right? Right. But if you, if you're the fourth one to enter a market <laughs> where there's a not very heavy population, not great timing, right? right? So you can go through that checklist and say, am I checking all of these boxes? If you are, and if one's missing, let's say timing's not right. Well, okay, then I'm going to estimate when timing's going to be right. I'm going to build out everything else. Mm. To get there. 
But if you're not checking those boxes, the final one is don't quit. You probably should quit because that's yeah. not the right place to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to know like your inner calling as well. Like you should know like when to quit on something. Your gut's going to tell you because you have to uh, go through like all the process and you feel like it's enough is enough. Like this thing is not working. And just a kind of like a common sense of things like uh, oh, how things is working in a business. If you're running it for like three years, five years and you know how the market is evolving on the certain industry you are in is seeing like is, is it going to make any difference like you change a few things here and there product wise service wise and if it's not making any difference like the competition is too much probably in restaurant business like where i was in like we are selling the same food like where everyone else is selling so there is nothing innovative like nothing is different like as something so you can start your own business if you have like a great talent or like a different kind of food you can bring in that no one else serving in the same location then obviously you can make uh, good money out of it and good business out of it. But if you're not like a creative, if it's not like something you are really like or enjoy doing that, obviously you're not going to focus on it and it's not going to work out as you should be. So yeah, we, we covered on five don'ts so far right now. So what, what would be like your one advice for entrepreneurs like who's starting our business or thinking of uh, business, what they can do so get successful in the business? Well, I think you have to really ask yourself why you are doing that. Why are you starting a business? And and those answers can vary a lot. But whatever your answer is on that, you have to want that more than anything. You really do. Yeah. If you don't, you're not going to be, the probability for, for success is extremely low. If, if you want it more than anything, if you decide, you have to make a decision that this is your top priority. So you talk about, you know, relationships, yeah. Um, your, your life, uh, balance, all these things. If you want to start a business like and, and, and scale it, I'm not talking about like there, there's, there's two types of business, right? There's lifestyle business, which is great, which is a business that you have a talent for that. You just like you fit, right? You can do yeah. this. Um, and you make a decent living doing it. That's a lifestyle business. But if you're trying to build like something, you know, scalable, get really big and just see how far you can take it. Mm. So that, that's a, that's a different style of business, and that's a type where you have to be willing to understand all the sacrifices you're going to have to be, have to make because yeah. all the things you do, you that's what you want. You've decided to get those things, and if you're checking off the list of don'ts, then what you'll find is you're going to dramatically increase your probability for success. You're going to find more happiness. Uh, even though happiness is, um, it's tough to keep in your life because yeah. there's always new challenges. And if you're that type of person, you're always kind of pushing yourself and relationships are tougher. That's just, that's just the truth. And you just have to be willing to understand that and make that kind of commitment. I mean, there's, there's tremendous upside potential. I mean, yeah. you'd be amazing, <laughs> but yeah, it can also be heartbreaking and, and painful. So. But that's life. So, yeah, you have to live with that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, thank you so much, Ari, for coming to this show. Uh, we're coming to the end of this podcast. So, those who are listening, if anyone wants to learn more about yourself, your businesses, where's the best place to find you? Well, like I said, we make innovative products for uh, pain relief and skincare. And my company is Myaderm, M Y A D E R M. And you can go to our website, check out our products. Um, we uh we will offer you guys a discount 
if you see it on this podcast. So, um, uh, the, the best thing, so we'll do, um, for a discount code. So what's, what's the full name of your podcast? The awesome show. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have, <laughs> we'll probably use your first name Yeah. and, uh, and as our discount code. So is it R-A-S-E-L? Yes. R-A-S-E-L. Yeah. Okay. So use I, the I discount. can put, put the link on the below. So. Great. So, we'll, so yeah, that can we'll use your we'll use your first name R A S E L yeah. as the discount code, and people get twenty percent off, and they get to try it and thirty day money back guarantee. So if you have aches and pains, it's going to work. If it doesn't, send it back, no charge. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I wish you best of luck with your business and your career, personal life as well. Thanks, man. Well, that was that was a fun conversation. Appreciate you sharing and. Yeah. You know, all the best to you and your success. Same yeah, Thank you so much. So that's a wrap, yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So those who's listening, if anyone interested to learn more about Eric, go check his website. Also, if you're on a place in order, I'm going to put the link below. And yeah, get, get stuff and check it out. Until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.